everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. The question I get asked the most often is where in the world do you get so much energy from? My gosh, you are bouncing off the wall all the time. And I finally have the answer. It's how I frame every single thing that I live through in a positive light. This is huge, guys. This is gigantic. You know who taught me this? My mom. Holy cow. Here's what I mean by this. When something bad or negative happens to me, my mind immediately responds to see the good and the positive every single time. It doesn't matter that it's bad because only through challenges will you grow. And my mom has trained my mind to see it every time. I'd immediately find the good in the situation. My mom trained me so well that it's now just second nature to me. Wouldn't you agree? It would be really hard to not be happy and full of energy when you're seeing everything that's happening to you as something that's good. How true is that, right? Reframing is taking the negative and changing it the way you see it today. It's taking the negative and seeing the positive, seeing how strong you can become with this. All happy, successful people in the world do this, period. It's just the way it works. It really is that simple. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Think about it. This even works in the physical world. I can take a picture, put a new frame around it, And boom, it's going to look totally different. Every artist knows that. It depends on the size of the frame, the color of the frame, the texture of the frame, all that stuff. It changes the way the picture looks. You can take your life and put an entire brand new frame around it. And your life will look different. You see where I'm going? I mean, it's the way you frame things in your life. The best news is that we have a choice of how we see the world. This is your choice every minute of your life. Did you know that every problem that you have right now is trying to turn you into the person you were born to be? That's the what problems are there for, to make you stronger, to make you better, to make you the person that you were born to be. Who do you need to become in order to solve the problems you have today? That's the question you should be asking yourself. Who do you need to become? And here's a little secret. When you solve the problems you have today, life will promote you to solve bigger problems. (laughs) That's the way it works. Little-minded people solve little problems. Big-minded people solve big problems. So guess what? Problems will never go away. So make your life great by reframing all your problems and the challenges given to you as a wonderful opportunity to become the person that you are meant to be in this world. And remember that every achievement you've ever experienced was simply you overcoming a challenge. I challenge you to think about that. You will become so excited for every challenge in your life. Without resistance in life, you'd be nowhere. I flew down to Florida a couple weeks back and I remember on the plane thinking to myself, You know, this plane would never get off the ground if it wasn't for the resistance of the air. I'm hoping I'm convincing you right here, right now, that your reality is actually a question of perspective. It's not fixed. It's how you are framing your life. I mean, think about this. The Titanic sinking? My God, that was an absolute miracle for the lobsters in the tank, wasn't it? They never saw it coming. Life is saved. (laughs) So why do we see things differently? Why is it that one thing is interpreted as positive and another 
interpreted as negative. I don't have all the answers here, but I do know that the choice is ours every single day. Here's a riddle for y'all. Here we go. Two businessmen. The first guy has $1.5 million in the bank. And in one business deal, he ended up losing $1 million. He's only left with half a million dollars. The second guy starts with no money and was able to make one half a million dollars in one business deal. Who would you choose to be in this scenario? The guy who lost a million or the guy who made half a million? But in the end, each one has half a million. Most people choose the second guy because he didn't lose the money. He didn't have to deal with that. But I can tell you this, the first guy, he gained the most because the first guy has the experience of losing a million dollars. The first guy has also the ability to earn more money than the second guy. Experience is what you get when you didn't get what you wanted, period. And many times, experience is the most valuable thing that you have. The mark of a positive person is that they reframe everything in the positive light, isn't it? Now, there are some people out there that are so negative that they will reframe even the positive to the negative. Something good happens to them and they use the words, they go, yeah, but, and they say something bad or negative. You know what my advice is? Stay away from these people. <laughs> they don't want to do anything with their life and they want you to join them. Stay away from them. You become who you hang around. The mind is so powerful, it can make a hell of a heaven or a heaven of a hell. It's so true, isn't it? If you don't already practice this, start today. Begin to tell yourself that everything that happens to you is good. Say it with me today. This is good. Even if it means cracking a joke about the situation, change your perspective on life and your life changes. Wherever you go, no matter what the weather, bring your own sunshine every day. My ultimate experience with reframing is this. Man, guys, one of my proudest moments in life happened to me at the hardest moment of my life. It was the moment my mom died. I missed it. I wasn't there. I was running through the rooms. I was running through the hospital hallways trying to get there. When I walked into the scene, there lays my mom. Man, my mom's sisters were there. My brother was there. I've never heard crying like this before. It was crying with the fabric of their lives. I mean, it was everything. When I stood in the doorway, the only thing I could think to say to everyone in that room was, you know, if you all could see the world right now through mom's eyes, you would all stop crying. Looking back, I reframed that situation. And the timing was perfect. Because my mom needed me to walk in at that moment. You see, my mom lived for Jesus more than anyone I've ever known. She was celebrating in heaven with Jesus in that moment. Man, what a moment to think about. In that moment, peace came over the room like I've never seen before. In a second, everyone stopped crying. They stood up and they go, you know, we should be celebrating this moment because mom's celebrating. You know, what my second thought was, was I can't die with you, mom. I got to live. This is why I say, good old mom. Mom trained me well. I take no credit at all for anything I am. It's all my mom. I made her proud in one of the greatest tests of my life. God, I miss mom. We all know that you cannot change the past. You can only change your perspective on it. You may not be done with the past, but I can tell you the past is done with you. If you're struggling with anything with your past, think about this. The past is where you learn from. 
The future is where you apply the lessons. Do not give up in the middle. Don't get stuck in the present moment. So the next time you see me, and you see me bouncing off the walls, excited, enthusiastic for life, just know that Randy, I, I, I really don't have any problems. But guess what? Man, I got tons of challenges. And I love every one of them. And I'm so excited to squeeze every bit of character, grit and strength and confidence and endurance I can gain from every challenge in my life. So I'm challenging you today to take on this new perspective of seeing the good in every single thing that you happens to you. Everything. The most challenging thing. What is good in this situation right now? I'm challenging this because if my mom can train me to do it in the moment she died, anything you're going through is easy. I hope today adds value to your life, guys. Really love y'all. Holy cow. I'm grateful. You said a quote that I am putting in my Randyism note quote thing I have <laughs> on my awesome. phone. Um, I might screenshot it and send it to people because I have, so guys, people that are listening, I have a whole list of things that in conversations with Randy, he just says that kind of just flows off of his tongue. That's kind of like one of those yeah. mic, drop, uh, mic drop moments that I'm like, wow, I feel like this is something that people should hear. So yeah. you said experience is what you get when you didn't get what you wanted. Mm -hmm. I'm not the first person to say it. I, I, <laughs> you know where that comes from? Who? Randy Pouch, The Last Lecture. Wow. That's a quote from that book. Dude, that's that, like... Do you know like how much times I pull from that book? I know. He, Randy Pouch says it. Oh my God. And you know when he says it? He says it when he's talking about the, 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 the first Penguin Award. Remember we talked about this? Yeah, yeah. So the first Penguin Award goes to the biggest failure. The person who took the biggest risk and it didn't pay off. And he used to give the first Penguin Award because when all the penguins are on the ice and there's sharks in the water, someone's got to be the first penguin to jump in the water. And the moment the first one jumps, everyone jumps afterwards. And he goes, experience is what you get when you didn't get what you wanted. And experience is most of the time the most valuable thing in your life. I love that, right? Oh it's, my God. It's like a slap in the face. It's so true, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yep. It's it, like, it's a wake up call. Yep. Like you need to like, like experience is what you get when you didn't get what you want. I feel like people need to understand what wow, that quote right? means. You know what I mean? Because nope. people sit back, you know, they'll go for something and they don't get it. And I'm a victim of it too. That's why I wrote it down. Cause it's like, I, I'll go after something. And I'll spend my time, everything like that to do it. And it's not what I expected. And I'm like, son of a gun, I didn't mm -hmm. get it. When in the reality is it's like, no, you got, you know, maybe you got what you needed. You didn't get what you wanted. Right. You got what you needed. Right. And it's right. like, oh, wow. Maybe I should start just transitioning that mindset yeah. and that piece into that, in that direction. Doesn't that play into in life? You don't get what you want. You get what you are. Exactly. Doesn't it tie together? Yep. yep. It's so true. You know what I was thinking about throughout this talk? This whole time I kept thinking about all the challenges that Blue Ridge and myself and my wife had to go through with Ross Township to have Blue Ridge Winery open. That was some challenging stuff. I mean, we were like, we had to fight for our life. Really? I mean, oh my God, Ralph. I mean, it was, it was one of the biggest, biggest battles. So challenging. I mean, they were, they, they were, they were, there was challenging coming at us. There were challenges trying to shut down the food. You're no longer going to allow to be, be served any food at Blue Ridge. You're going to no longer be able to do Friday night dinners. We're closing that all down. And we had to battle to make that happen. Because here we are going, wow, guys, we've been doing this for years. It adds value to the community. All the neighbors come out and have dinner. And in the end, obviously, we're still doing Friday night dinners. It, it, it went in our favor. 
But in the moment, that was really a big battle. I, I mean, it's like going to court to try to try to be able to do food at the winery. But now looking back at it, it's so spectacular because it set the precedent that now we can do food forever at Blue Ridge Winery. It took us going through the challenge to get the good. And looking back at it, it's so awesome. I'm so glad it happened because now I have peace of mind because the answers have been and the question have been answered perfectly. We now can do it forever. I don't have to worry about it. And there it is. But back then, I wish I, I, I'm thinking, man, I hate the way I have to do this. I wish I wish this didn't exist. But once you go through it, you're going, I'm so glad we went through that. If we can have that perspective every minute of every challenge of our life, holy cow. That's what this whole talk is about. Reframing to the positive. Everything that happens, you go, this is good. I mean, it's, you do this on the little things. This is good. Every single thing that happens. You said it. Reframing to the positive. How do you, right? So, and and everybody out there, I'm trying to do it. I think I, and I think you can ask Diana too. So Di, if you're listening to this, you can definitely attest to it. I've made that, I've made that choice. You know, not everything that I try to, not everything that I do, I look at the positive. I don't know why, because sometimes I'm just, you know, does it feel good to sulk in the negative sometimes? You know what I mean? Like, oh, that woe is me, pity party crap. But at the end of the day, it's like, no one really cares. <laughs> like, right? Like you can cry all you want about it. Fact of the matter is, you're the only one that cares about it. You need to get out of it yourself, right? So maybe we have to have that wake up call and that transition. It's funny. But reframing to the positive, how do you just, obviously it's not an overnight solution. Yeah, so it, it is a choice. You know, when you talk about, about pity parties, there's a great quote by Zig Ziglar. He goes, the problem with pity parties is nobody shows up and no one brings gifts. <laughs> <laughs> you're the only one there. <laughs> it's like, good point. <laughs> and you're crying more now. Right? And <laughs> I love that. That is awesome. But you know, it, it is a choice. And it's, I can tell you, I remember going through this battle when I was younger of like struggling with the negative, struggling with wanting to spiral downward in a sense. And I can see it with my little boy now, Joseph boy. Joseph boy will, if I tell him instead, I want him to do something. He doesn't want to do it. He's now upset and mad because he doesn't want to do this or he sees it as a negative in his life. He'll, he'll kind of cross his arms, put his head down and kind of pout. And he'll just, he'll, he'll take, he's taking a stance. And I look at him and go, dude, we don't deal with the negative around here. We don't deal with that. I'm sorry, little man. This is the way it is. You need to look up at me. We were not. We are not going to walk away from this until you look at me and you give me a smile and I give you a hug. Because guess what? I want your best. I have your best interest in mind. And I try to teach him right now. Your only job is to listen to me. That's it. You don't need to make much decisions in your life. Over time, I'm going to transfer responsibility to you. And eventually, you will make all the decisions in your life. But today, just listen to me. And eventually what happens with a little boy like that is after about one minute, time moves slow when you're that young, right? After about one minute, he'll look up, up at me and he'll crack a smile. And then it's my, that's my job to go, I saw it. There it is. And that boom, it all opens up. He gives me a hug. We walk away. But you don't let those things happen because if you if you allow it to happen after enough time, it's, it gets ingrained in the person. And now that's who they are. Every time something negative happens, they just go, oh, what was me? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a pout, throw a pity party. And then... And, and it just repeats itself. And people wonder, why am I so down? Well, my gosh, look for the good every time. Ignore the negative. Just ignore it. I mean, people think that, wow, Randy must not have any problems. I probably have more problems than most people out there because I have a lot of things going on. A lot of things. I mean, there's hundreds of people that work at the winery. There's a lot of moving parts. We got operations. We got production. We got vineyard maintenance. There's every day there's challenge. Even as we're sitting here, my phone's yeah. blowing up because the challenge see, is going on. You should see the phone. It, it, like every two seconds, it's lighting up right. but from like different people. It's kind of wild. Right. But the thing is, 
if I can't handle the problems that are coming at me and I act like, wow, this is a big deal. Guess what? I'm, you're not, I'm not the guy. I need to become so strong that any problem coming at me, it's, it's wonderful because this is turning me into the next person I need to be. And this is the nature of problems and challenges in our life. They're given to you as a gift. Say, here, if you can handle this problem, I'll give you a bigger problem. If you, if you can handle that big problem, I'll give you even a bigger problem. And in, in the end, I mean, think about it. There's a lot of people who say, yeah, I, 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 I want to be, I want to live a life where I have peace of mind. I have money. I have great relationships. I, people recognize me as a pillar of the community. These are common wants throughout the world, in my opinion. And in order to get there, you've got to solve big problems. Think of the president of the United States, big problems. That guy's got every problem in the world on his shoulders. And that, per, that person would never be there unless they solved a million problems before that, littler ones. And it's, that's why I say, begin to love problems and reframe every problem as a challenge. And then this challenge is designed to make you into the person that you need to be. And boom, life becomes great. What about, about, my bad, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. I was gonna say, what about those people that didn't have that, right? For those people that, had the family or a rough childhood growing up that was ingrained, you know, you can't do this, run from your problems. How do you at least begin that transition to reframe problems, right? Like, thank God I was like my family upbringing, like, thank God it wasn't that way. We were always told to face our problems. And if we couldn't at least ask for help or guidance, and then you'll find your way there, right? Mm -hmm. There's some people that were told to just like, oh, you have a problem? Turn around and run the other way. Mm -hmm. Like, which I don't, Mm -hmm. I can't even understand that because it doesn't make sense to me, but I know there's people out there that have faced that for people listening to this now mm -hmm. that have that or were brought up that way. What's a stepping stone just to think positive. Like how do you just tell someone that's been thinking negatively their entire life to think positive? Mm -hmm. Sure. So I would say to someone, if, if you're thinking in a negative way right now and you're not living the life that you want to live, I would go look in the mirror and understand that there's rules of humanity. There's rules that govern a game of our life. And no one can break these rules. If I jump out of a window of a three-story house, I don't break the rule of gravity. I confirm it, right? And there's rules like, <laughs> I mean, this is the don't, like, Do not do that. Right. If you're listening to this, don't, don't do, do that. that. But that's fine. But I mean, but it's, this is why, like, your life is confirming reality. So if you're living a life and you're not getting what you want, go look in the mirror and say to the person in charge of you, which is you, and say, look, you're not getting what you want. What's going on with you? Because the common denominator in your life is you. It doesn't matter. I mean, if, if you, if at work, you don't have good stuff going on, if at home, you don't have good stuff going on, common denominator is you. And in life, we've said this sentence, do what someone did and you'll get what they got. If you want to do what someone did, do what they do and you'll do, you'll get what they want, what you want. Right? So I would say to you, this works for me. It works for me to reframe everything in the positive. In the beginning, it's not going to feel normal. It's going to feel so uncomfortable and it's going to be a fight. It's going to feel weird and awkward. After a while, it becomes second nature. I can tell you right now, me walking into that hospital room and, and instantly reframing the situation of my mom dying to a positive, I don't even know how that happened. Mm. But if you ask my brother, Diane, Franny Pace, the people that were in that room, they would go, that was the first words out of his mouth. If you all could see mom through her perspective right now, you'd all stop crying. That's a reframe. And that's a reframe in the most worst moment of my life. Yeah, that's crazy. But I mean, and, and that, that's my mom. That's mom training me to reframe the positive. So if, if, and if, if mom can do that to an eight-year-old little boy to reframe the positive myself, you, I'm telling you, 21, 23, 24-year-old people out there, 50-year-old people, you can do it. It's that simple. 
The way to do it is to begin to hold everyone around you accountable. If you hear someone say something like, man, I'm so stupid. Say, are you really? And, they, and they'll go, well, no. Then why, you, why would you claim that over yourself? Let's not do this. You know, people do that all the time. You know, and, and like, and if, whenever something negative, say, this is good. Out loud. Say it out loud. My mom used to go, I used to see my mom brushing her shoulders. She would take her hand and brush her shoulders off. I'm like, what are you doing, mom? She goes, oh, I had a little negativity sit on my shoulders. I just want to brush it off. I'm like, wow. She'd actually physically do it. I've seen my mom looking in the mirror, smiling at herself in the mirror. Like, what are you doing, mom? She goes, I'm practicing my smile for the day. And then, then I read the book uh, Leadership by, by Vince Lombardi Jr. And Vince Lombardi Jr. says he used to catch his dad, Vince Lombardi, give, giving menacing looks in the mirror before practice. He was practicing ugly looks for his team, for the team. Goes, what are you doing, dad? I'm just going to get, he goes, I'm going to give him hell today. He goes, I'm practicing in the mirror. Like, wow. You know, like the most important opinion of you is yours. So if you see everything in your life as a positive, guess what? It is going to be the positive. And everyone around you is going to see it the same way. You see me the way I see me. I see you the way you see you. If I saw myself differently, you'd see me differently. Yeah. It's just the way it works. Like you said, the accountability thing. That that weighs that weighs heavy, right? Like at the end of the day, just be accountable for for you. Absolutely. Just be accountable. Right. Like all you have is you at the end of the day. Right. Be accountable for your own actions. Absolutely. You said that thing about it's actually funny. Me and Diana do the same thing right now. Like every once in a while, like I don't know if it's common. It's just I don't think anything of it, but it's like, oh man, I'm so stupid. Like something like that will flow out. Mm -hmm. And out of nowhere, I don't know where it started from. I don't know how we've both been reading. Like she reads her own, like mm -hmm. You know, she's been reading Brene Brown and all that kind of stuff. And I've been reading my own stuff like that, whether it's Jordan Peterson. And it just started mm -hmm. like out of nowhere. I'd be like, oh man, I'm so stupid. And she would stop me and be like, mm -hmm. why are you doing that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And at first it's, it's weird. It's very awkward. Mm -hmm. it, like it makes the situation oh, yeah. strange. Cause I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, why do you keep calling yourself stupid? Mm -hmm. And it works both ways. Cause sometimes she does it. And I'm mm -hmm. like, can you stop? And I'm like, oh my God, are we like adapting are we mm -hmm. learning you know mm -hmm. what i mean but mm -hmm. it's like a you said it it's like that idea it's like how you're viewing yourself for me to verbally go man i'm so stupid mm -hmm. am i really stupid no so then why am i saying something like that about myself mm -hmm. it's just being more portrayed different you know what i mean something yeah and i was like yeah. oh my god so once you started saying that whole thing of how you do that like are you like, well no i'm not right. so why would you say that like right. why would you put why would you the world's going to bring you down. Why are you bringing yourself down? Right. 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 Well, the thing is, if, I mean, if I said to you, man, I'm, I'm let, let's say, let's say I meet someone brand new that I don't even know. And I said to them, Hey, my name is Randy Dietrich. I'm really stupid. <laughs> right. I'd be like, wow. What? <laughs> right. They'd be like, they'd be like, okay. And forever they would see me like that. You know, remember that conversation we had about being the worst heckler? Mm -hmm. Remember? Like, you know, if you're about to give a presentation, you're on stage and there's someone in the room yelling at you saying, you're really stupid. You're not going to be able to do good. You're not going to perform well. You'd probably ask that person to be removed from the audience. We become our own worst heckler by doing it to ourselves. We're about to go on stage and go, oh my God, I can't do this. I'm so dumb. I can't, what, what, how do I get myself into this? You're your own worst heckler. Stop doing that. Wow. And, in, and reframing, man, reframing is the, one of the biggest keys to a successful life. Because everyone's going to have challenges. I don't care who you are. Everyone's going to have challenges. And the people that can see the problem as the challenge, that I need to meet this challenge to get a bigger challenge. Holy, think about, I mean, this is the way it works in everything. It, think about ski racing. In ski racing, I would be racing at a little mountain level. Like, right? I go, I go to Kellington Mountain and I race at Kellington Mountain. If I can win those races, I get upgraded to bigger races. 
So you meet that challenge. Now you get to go for a bigger challenge. And if you meet that challenge, you get to go to a bigger challenge. But guess what? The race is a problem. The problem is who can who can compete the fastest? Who can get the fastest one down the course? If you can solve that problem the best, you get to move on to bigger problems. Same in life. If I if you get given problems in life and you can meet those problems, you get upgraded to the bigger problems. They're never going away, so embrace them and love them. I mean, it's this is the only perspective that we should have on life. Yeah, why do you think society is shying away from all that? Because right? because it's, I don't, that's a heavy question. I mean, I don't mean takes, to be so heavy, but like in today's day and age, dude, mm-hmm. that's just not it's not that right. Like no. you see it across the board. Like I see it as a product of working nine, the nine to five while trying to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, if this wasn't a problem, Ralph, we would have no podcast. If this, if this was not a problem with humanity, we would have no, there would be no opportunity to be sitting here doing this because everyone would just naturally gravitate towards the good, the clean, the pure, the positive, And they would live a spectacular life and they would, we would have no opportunity. So the fact that this exists gives us an opportunity. You know why it exists in my opinion? Cause it takes no effort to do nothing. Takes nothing, no you gotta effort. be lazy. Takes no effort. Takes no effort to do nothing. Takes no effort. If you don't want to improve yourself, just do nothing. You're good. <laughs> and that's easy. And that's a tr- that's trouble. Because anything that is ever going to be accomplished good in your life, you're going to have to work for it. And if you want to do if you want to accomplish nothing in your life, just do nothing and you're fine. But then you're going to live a life of complaints the rest of your life. And people and people go, why do I why why do I always have the same problems over and over? You know, because you're doing the same things over and over. I just, it's such a, it's it's a simple perspective on life, isn't it? It really is. I have, I have no problems, but I have tremendous challenges and they're big and I love them and they're, they get bigger all the time and I love them because I can overcome them because they're going to turn me into the person I need to be tomorrow. And that's, that's it. It's, it's kind of the, it's the gist of life. Reframe everything to positive. The moment something happens, say out loud, this is good. (laughs) I don't know why today, but I'm telling you this is good. Yes. And there you go. Start off by smiling in the mirror and just right smile. Right? It's so true. Start off with a smile, take on your problems face on, absorb it, but turn your problems into challenges instead of just, yep. you know, what was me? Forget the what was me part. Embrace the challenge, adapt so that you can face the next big challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your Our subconscious does not have any, any, any clue of what's happening in reality. So in other words, like if, 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 if I say to myself, this is good. I'm going to feel pretty upbeat just because your subconscious doesn't have any, your subconscious thinks in images, red truck, you know, uh, computer, your mind can see the computer. There is no image for the word. No, can't, don't, shouldn't all those negative words. So it removes it and just sees the negative. God. Anyway. Brilliant. But the whole key to the whole darn thing of your life is to reframe every single thing you see, everything happening to you to the positive. And that's it. Yeah. That's a simple solution. It's so easy. Oh my God, it's easy. And your life will take on a brand new direction. It'll become so positive and enthusiastic because all of a sudden you will have problems. You'll have challenges and everyone wants a challenge. Everyone was born for challenges in life. I mean, it's- Will that cause you to weed out the negativity and see the negativity in others and be like, oh, this isn't like- You'll adapt to it and you'll, you'll find yourself not wanting to be around those negative people and that negative, right? Oh, big time. Holy cow. If I'm, if me or Tiff are around someone that's pretty negative, it, you, you almost feel sick from it. It's literally physically sick from it. Like you got to remove yourself. So I say, you know, some people they'll reframe even the good to the negative. Yeah. I've, I've seen, seen it. Yeah. It's like, just stay away from those people. They only, the only, the only person that can change you is you. 
That's nobody can change you, but you, this is why I say you can't set goals for other people. You can only set goals for yourself. Every psychologist you go to, they're just there to hear you talk, to try to guide you to you fixing you. Only you can fix you. So only think about this. Who's accountable for you? You are. Who thinks for you? You do. Who breathes for you? Who eats for you? Who talks for you? You do. Well, in the end, you're accountable for everything that's going on in your life. And th this applies to people that are, you know, not like Maggie and Joseph, you know, like little babies, like, you know, they're. I give them a pass, you know, <laughs> you know, but when you're an adult, you're responsible for you. It's that simple. My God. And if you don't see it that way, I hope one day you wake up and you go, oh my God, I am accountable for me. Cause you know where the beginning of every bit of happiness in life is accountability. Cause if you're not responsible and accountable for your happiness, guess who's going to be? No one. Nobody else. Right. Yeah. You can't rely on somebody right. else for your own happiness. So everyone out there that thinks, well, I'm not accountable for me. <laughs> That's the ultimate, ultimate loser expression. Get away from that. Say, who's accountable? I'm accountable. I'm accountable for everything that I think. And therefore, I have the choice to reframe it to the positive. And just like that, my life will go in a brand new direction. I promise it'll happen. There's rules of, of life. The rules of, there's rules that govern humanity that no one can break. This is a guaranteed rule, just like gravity. Yeah. Wow, dude. Good stuff, Ralph. Oh, this, this is a, good stuff. I think this is a great episode. Guys, thank you again for tuning in. Living on Purpose. Check it out every Sunday. We hope Randy's adding value to your life. He's definitely adding a lot of value to my life, and these conversations are great. So give us a like. Give us a share. You know, even give us a rating if you want. Um, tell us what you guys want to hear us talk about. You know, more specifically, yeah. Randy. Help us join Randy on this journey to public speaking, and um, we look forward for you guys tuning in next week. Thank you. Thanks, y'all.